Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with a good friend from Charleston, uh, the city that everyone loves, to talk a little bit about his organization, which is called Camskins. And it is, so let's talk a little bit about what this is. So professional cameras, they all have one thing in common, like cars 100 years ago. They're available really in any color you want, as long as it's black, right? It's black. Uh, but most photographers we know are pretty colorful people. You know, they're, they're creative. They're people who, who see the world differently. They have an innate ability to capture the angle through their lens. So why shouldn't their camera style reflect their personality? I mean, let's talk about like phones right now. That's pretty much everybody's uh, camera. Unless you're a professional, you, you look at your phone case. It always says a little bit about who you are, what you like, what you're interested in. So why can't we do that for professional photographers as well? And that's where Colin comes into play. He, he found this opportunity and, uh, and he's filled it with some amazing products that are colorful. You know, these protective cases for your cameras, which are super expensive. I bought one when we had our first child and I was blown away. I might as well just bought another iPhone. And um, so it's cool. I, let's let's learn a little bit more about this. We're excited to, to hear from Colin. He's a young guy. He lives down in Charleston, so part of the Carolinas. So thank you so much, Colin, for joining us on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast to give us a glimpse through the lens uh, and hear more about your colorful pro- product and uh, and what you bring to the table for the creative people in uh, in the camera world. Yes, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it, Colin. Absolutely. Brian, it sounds like I might need to go get a new phone case because <laughs> I'm not sure this thing shows exactly who nah, I am. Oh man, it's connected to your but, wallet. Uh, <laughs> money, baby, money. It's all about that money. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, uh, Colin. Uh, do you have a background in photography, and are you a professional yourself? Yeah, so I came from the background of a freelance photographer. Um, I was doing freelance photography for about three years, um, worked with some big, pretty big clients, um, Under Armour, Thursday boot, all those guys. And that's kind of how I came across to understand the customer of who Cam Skins is. Just from being that guy, I understand the needs and um, the need for self-expression. So it was interesting to transition from that into this right now. So So tell us about what that transition's like. I mean, I, I have to imagine... There's a lot. Look, I like taking pictures, but I'm a complete amateur. And when I get a good yeah. shot, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. A professional probably looks at that like, well, bro, we could do a lot better. <laughs> um, but what is it like to to shoot for a company like Under Armour? Tell me about what that what that journey was like and what did that teach you that that's really helped you out here in the future? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I started out and I'm embarrassed at my old portfolio. I could show you some pictures and you would be like, this kid calls himself a professional <laughs> photographer. These are garbage. I was bumping up saturation to a hundred, doing all that stuff. I was like, Oh, let's do this. Um, it's just time. It's just time committed to taking more photos. Um, and then some really nice people along the way kind of trusted me with their brand. And they're like, you know, you're, you're improving. Like, would you be willing to do a lifestyle shoot for our brand? And then it kind of stumbles on and then you get referrals. And eventually at some point, you get kind of like the bigger fish and you're just kind of like, is this really who I am now? Do they realize like, I'm just some kid from Baltimore city. Like, is this real? Um, yeah, it's just taking more photos. Is that, is that the old expression? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, kind of, it kind of is. Yeah. That's really cool though. So, uh, Under Armour's headquarters is in that area, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. yeah. We had um, we had got the opportunity to listen to uh, Steve Batista, who used to be the former senior vice president of brand at Under Armour for a networking group that we're members of at the Hood Harker Breakfast Club. And it was fascinating to hear the story of Under Armour, literally how they made their connections with Georgia Tech. And they created this just T-shirt that they would wear under their pads. And now how that's yeah. completely changed into a to a lifestyle brand that can compete against Nike and Adidas and the. It's just insane yeah. to listen to that. So I'm sure you're proud of that coming from Baltimore. Uh, and I'm sure everybody in Baltimore is kind of, you know, in love with that brand. So let's move into more about, you know, your company and, and how you took your your love for photography and then turn this into, you know, a, biz, a business. It looks like you, you graduated from Towson uh, University. Yep great school. And then you had a lot of experience, you know, being an intern and then being a specialist. And then you founded, um, another company. It seems like you've just kind of been figuring out what your niche is going to be and, and what's going to stick. And I feel like all the entrepreneurs we've had on here, it's the, the success story is what they get to talk about, but ultimately it's the journey of how they got there. So tell us, how did you get to the point where you founded cam skins? Uh, and, and, and what did you learn along that journey that could help somebody that maybe is in the beginning of their entrepreneurial stage? Maybe they've tried a couple of opportunities and they haven't worked and maybe they're a little discouraged i would love to hear your story from that perspective yeah sure um so i mean this is uh this is technically my third company um i founded a men's loafer company in college my senior year and i i kind of just punted my senior year of actually going to class and learning and i tried to just skate by while i was scaling this company um not a good idea. Not the best <laughs> I don't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> Not, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, you just had one year left. It still sounds cool as hell, though. I mean, honestly, you probably learned a lot. I learned so much. It's, it, shoes are so expensive. I My heart goes out to anybody that tries to start a shoe company because it is wildly expensive for overhead. Um, and then I jumped from there into photography, so then opened a photography company, and then jumped from photography to cam skins um so it's kind of it's been like failing forward honestly um just trying to piece together all the lessons and i think the biggest one is get the right people around you if you have if you have like some good people that actually believe in in your idea and are willing to listen to you for a couple minutes and give you some genuinely good feedback um that's so valuable um it's so valuable. It's, it's really, it's worth a lot. And I've just had some really good people around me that have given me great feedback and kind of pushed me into new areas that I wouldn't have thought, you know, ever possible. Did the shoe company, uh, have you dissolved that or is that still in the works as well? Yeah. So I, I scaled that up to, um, about five figures in a year and then completely burned out because it was just me and I trying to do a men's loafer company. The concept was men's loafers with a silk insole. Please feel anyone wants to steal that, please try to do it. <laughs> right. Um, but it is, it's a miserable overhead game and um, sizing is just, a, it's a game and a half. It, it's awful. Yeah. Is that, was that like a direct to consumer uh, sort of model? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Versus like B2B or retailers? Got it. Have yep. you with uh, with Camskins? Have you moved into that sort of model as well? Or are you are you direct uh, to consumer there too? Yeah. So it's it's directly from the website, and then the big push for 2021 is trying to get into some wholesale and some retailers. Um, very interesting to see how that's going to play out, and try to get that pitch a little bit, and then 
testing out to see if we want to do uh, the Amazon Web Services game. I've heard mixed reviews about that from just from brand owners. They've been like, this is great. Your web traffic goes up a billion percent. You get a ton of sales. But I think you lose a lot of um, control. It's kind of just like giving it to the beast and letting the beast run wild with it, which is a little scary. So. I don't know. Sure. It's kind of like the Walmart journey. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies yeah. that have had a lot of success with Walmart, but there's a lot of companies that have also been put out of business because of Walmart. And the reality 100%. is you can make a product that's great at $20 and Walmart wants you to make it for $10. And then yeah. they want you to make it for eight. And then they yeah. want to make it for seven. And then before you know it, you're like, this isn't even what I created. Right. And then the yeah. brands, not, I don't want to say ruined, but it's, it's, uh, it's diluted because the value or the, the, the actual product is not what it, what it was intended to be. So that's a very interesting take. Now, I want to hear the journey. Like, cam scans, it seems awesome. It seems like something that somebody would have already created. No offense. Like, it seems like something like, hey, this is cool. We do phone cases. Why don't we do something for our camera? What was, like, the light bulb moment? Did you make one for yourself? Did you have a conversation at 3 a.m. like Chris Mead, uh, you know, creating CrossNet? Like, what was the moment where you said, this is cool, like, maybe I can make this into a business. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's actually car wraps that, that spurred it. So the, the concept's the same exact thing. It's like these people are getting these crazy cool wraps for their car. You've seen like a decked out Lamborghini with this sweet wrap and you're like, that's sick. I love that. Um, and I was like, why can't we just do that for your camera? So started this conversation, made the first prototype. First prototype was garbage. And then just kept, you know, testing it out. And the good thing was I was able to test all the prototypes on my own camera. So I could tell, like, is this good? Are we good to go to market? Um, and then once that first one was ready, I was super ready. to. I was super ready to launch. And uh, just getting it out to as many influencers as possible at that time. Because I was just like, let's do this. Let's rock and roll. So that's interesting. A lot of people now, uh, you have an amazing following on Instagram over 14,000 followers and definitely go check them out. C-A-M-S-K-N-S. Uh, really cool. I mean, the pictures that you have are awesome. And really the cameras, I, I almost like look at these cameras. It's like, what would a camera look like without them? Right? Like they're so cool and like you can be very creative. And I think that um, professionals would, would love that. But what is that journey like from, okay, we got our prototype. We figured it out. It works. Now we want to jump into the game of finding influencers. I think there's a lot of people that want to grow their brand, but a lot of people are focused on, oh, I need to get a lot of likes. I need to get a lot of followers. I need to do all of these things instead of creating content that is something that people can absorb, but something that people continue to come back for because they enjoy that. So how did you go about that marketing plan of saying, how am I going to choose these influencers? How did I get in touch with them? And then what are those yep. results? Yeah, so influencers is a really rough. Uh, it's a really it's a rough game. Um, it's not fun, but it can be super rewarding. Um, for example, for Camskins, we've reached out, and I would say a third of the influencers we've delivered skins to has actually given us back content. Wow. So influencers are a real. They can be a huge home run, and then of that third, we have some amazing people that are super passionate about the product and you would call them like an absolute home run influencer. Um, and these are all through my, my best advice to brands is just dig into the DMS and grind out those DMS directly. 
Um, it shows that you're a human. It shows that you care. Make it a super personalized message. Don't just copy paste. And really just reference their old work and talk to them about stuff. And, you know, it, it says like, hey, I'm a human being. I'm, I'm reaching out to you as a human about something that we mutually share. Um, but it, it, it can – you can overextend on influencers really quick and then realize that you shipped out a bunch of product and it's super expensive and no one's delivered. So it can be dangerous. That's interesting because um, you never really understand that. Like when you get somebody that does a shout out, you're like, well, how much did they pay for that? Or did they just really yeah. create a cool product that they really like? It's kind of like, I think we're at a stage now. There's so many people out there that are influencers that are selling products. You're like, did they get paid to do that? Or they really like that product. Yeah. Right. And I think the gold is both probably, but really creating something that somebody generic or authentically, excuse me, is coming out and saying that type of a message. I love what you mentioned here and saying reference their old work. I can't tell yep. you how many messages I get through platforms, specifically LinkedIn, that is just the biggest turnoff. It makes you almost want to turn off the entire app and just go yeah. to bed. Like, it's just crazy. But when I have somebody that will say, hey, you know, I listened to some of your podcasts on the Brand Builders podcast. I, I saw this person and, and they actually referenced something that was said in the podcast. I'm replying yep. immediately. Like, I, you have my attention. Right. And, and yeah. I'm not over here telling everybody that I'm the Michael Jordan or all and people have reached out to me all the time. But the bottom line is, is there's so much trash out there that if you take the time to create an authentic message, that's the only way yeah. to get real results. Copy and paste and all that's crazy. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, what, great do, what do you do in that regard? Do you just look for folks that are heavy in your industry or in front of your consumer base that that you think would be interested in the cam skin is that how that works or um yeah i mean it's it's scrolling through um those hashtags of i mean just example for us it's like photographer creative director scrolling through all those it's super time consuming like this isn't sure. just like a it's not like a 10 minute thing um and then making sure the their brand matches up with someone that would be a good fit for cam skins you don't want to just send it out to everybody just because they have a huge following, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, so it's trying to find those right people and then shoot them a DM and saying, hey, what's up? <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Well, let's jump into the product. Um, you know, looking at your website, it's really cool. Everybody needs to check that out as well. It's uh, camskins.com. And it talks about that they protect cameras. Tell me about, like, what is what is the product all about? Like, it's sexy, it looks cool, it makes the camera look great, but does it also protect your camera? And, and kind of what are some of the selling points around this product? Yeah, so uh, crazy enough, um, I actually, speaking of influencers, I sent one of these skins out to an influencer, and I told him, I was like, hey, this protects you. It's a customization thing, a little bit water-resistant. And they took the protection to the next level, and they got their key and they started scratching the skin as hard as they could. And they did a video of it and sent it back to me. To be honest with you, I had no clue that it did that. I didn't <laughs> know that was That's awesome. I, I didn't know it was going to work. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't tell him to do that. And then he, he does like a video and he sends it back. He's like, look, it protects it. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> like, good Lord. Hopefully it did. Cause that's a $3,000 camera. Wow. So, they also protect against keys. 
That that's... I found out. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's... New selling point, right? Yeah, that's got to be like one of the <laughs> most Lord. terrifying things is dropping your camera. I mean, I can only imagine yeah. if you have that expensive of yeah. a camera. Yeah, and I'm sure it um, happens. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, one of the big things is, is uh, photographers will just throw their camera into their camera bags. And there's other stuff in there that kind of just bumps into it. Like you got your lenses, your chargers, and just other stuff. Um, so I found that that's a little bit helpful because it, it protects against just like your, your normal everyday things. I'm curious. So you mentioned the shoe business being really tough with all the sizes and all of that. So with cam skins, mm-hmm. are you making for various brands and models of cameras? Uh, because again, seems like you would have to have a lot of SKUs and different colors and things to, to make it work for, for everyone that owns a camera and, and would like a cam skin. Yeah, that is that is the truth. We have a lot of SKUs um, trying to deal with all the different models. I mean, we still don't cover all the models out there. It's constantly running every day to try to cover these things. Um, and then every camera model has six different color SKUs to it, different, different color variants. So it's, God, 13, 13 for Canon, 13 for Sony another eight for Nikon times seven for all that. Wow. Yeah. You're running with a lot of variants at that point, but we're still adding on more. So, so the customization world, that's what we, we live in as well. So we understand from concept to completion, you know, everything from attention to detail and supply chain and inventory and everything you can imagine. Tell us a little bit about your production. What does it look like? Are you coming up with the idea creating then going to to market like what what exactly how does it work if i were to call up and say hey i want to uh i want to get a custom uh custom cam skin yeah so that's uh that's been a huge question from a lot of customers i get dms all the time about that they're like hey can we do a fully custom branded cam skin we're just not at the scale for that um the technology's out there it's extremely I mean, this is just an excuse, but it's extremely hard to implement that into it to do those custom one-offs, and they would have to be really expensive. Um, the move now is to next patterns, so doing different launches for next patterns. Um, I'll give you guys a little a little gem for this weekend. I haven't said this at all to anybody. Uh-oh. But we're doing our... I know, I know. Break, <laughs> breaking! Breaking news. Um, this weekend, we're actually doing our camo series collection awesome so it's going to be so it's going to be three different camo patterns um full green camo a red black and white camo and then a blue orange and white camo and they look nuts yeah yeah. do you have a prototype can you show us in the screen or is it too early (laughs) it's it's a bit too early but i have uh i have all the skins at our manufacturer and i'm I'm pumped. That's I awesome. Am, I'm jacked about this. Yeah. I'm really jacked. That should go over very well. I mean, also think yeah. about the hunting world. Scott, you're in the oh, hunting world. Yeah. The amount of people that, yeah. that take camera because they want to take great photography of That's what right. they're where they're out there. I don't know. I think well, I, you, know, you know, what's funny is you probably follow or maybe you don't, but the Seek One guys out of Atlanta, they do a lot yeah. of urban, uh, urban bow hunting. And I saw they're looking for a new videographer and a new photographer and all of that to join their team to help them shoot. Dude, there's your client right there. Reach out. And there's a ton of that going on in that industry, uh, especially, you know, in the, in the southeast and beyond. But, yeah, great yeah. idea. It is a great idea. idea. I love anything camo. I don't even hunt. So. Yeah. 
this weekend. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I don't hunt, but I got a hell of a camo skin on my camera. Are you finding, like, go. speaking of production and manufacturing, are you finding, like, real challenges from the pandemic in the supply chain and being able to keep stock and things of that nature? No. Um, my manufacturer is actually here in Charleston. Oh, great. Uh, awesome. Okay. They live about 20 minutes away from me. All of our skins are actually made in the United States. That's um, great to hear. And okay. our manufacturer, these guys are awesome. They're the coolest guys ever. Um, they're super helpful with me and patient with me. You guys know, like, founder's mentality of, like, all right, we got to run to the next thing. We got to do the next thing. And they're just like, all right, let's pump the brakes a little. Let's uh, maybe move this a little slower and get it perfected first, and then we'll go to the next thing. So. They're, they're really awesome. Is that why you moved to Charleston? Is that was the, uh, you yeah. found the manufacturer? Oh, so you, you were already there and then you found <laughs> yeah. them and they were there. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah. that works out. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, awesome. Here. I, I love seeing companies that are, that, look, okay. You're creating a brand new business and, and you know this from talking to other entrepreneurs. It's, it's, it's very difficult to not get pulled away from a foreign manufacturer based on what you can see from a price standpoint. Like, like yeah. we see it all the time and it's really neat that somebody of your age is committed to making these in the United States. It gives you a little bit more control, but ultimately you're supporting mm-hmm. all those families that support that manufacturer. And, and that's really awesome. Like if there are more people that are like you that are coming out, that want to create their own businesses and made in America is important to them. I think that's awesome. And, and that's a great way to support your community. So kudos to you, man. That's, that's really awesome. What's, Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so that's exciting with the camo. What's uh, what's next for you? Do you think you'll stay sort of B to C, or will you get in the B to B world, go go through retail channels and and things of that nature? Yeah. So I mean, the big big uh, next step is retail channels, trying to find those those different types of brands, and then also trying to find um, this is kind of crazy, but some private label stuff for say quick example would be you have a full studio and it has maybe like 10 or 15 photographers inside that studio what if they just all had studio branded cam skins so they knew that it was like completely all the studio's equipment um i think there's a big opportunity there huge 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 yeah i think it's huge Yeah. yeah as brian mentioned earlier we're we're in the branded merchandise industry it's a I don't know, I mean, it's probably cut in half after COVID, but uh, prior to that, $26, $27 billion in in revenue, uh, substantial industry, you you see our product everywhere you look, right? Like there's there's branded merch everywhere. And uh, when you're talking about this and you're talking about branding it and and possibly doing corporate logos or studio logos, uh, there is an industry waiting for you. (laughs) and and there are channels and we could talk about that off air or whatever uh but maybe we could connect you with some of those folks should you move in that direction uh from a supply chain side so yeah and i'll give really cool yeah i'll give you a quick story i don't know if you've heard of the guys from from the clemson area called kanga coolers um but right so they were on shark tank uh actually saw their product before they even went on shark tank i saw it as a kickstarter 
I was like, this is really cool and totally different connected with, uh, with a couple of them on LinkedIn and just started teaching them and educating them about our industry. Uh, a little over nine months later, they went to our largest industry trade show in Vegas and actually won one of the new product innovation awards for a $26 billion industry. And it, yeah. the challenge was it's great to make your own SKU or your own designs, but what if you can put natural light on there? What if you can put Budweiser? What if you can put what if you can a put local Nikon? What, what if you can put Nikon? Yeah, what, Sony, I mean, whatever right? it is. And yeah. you now look at, at their business has, has grown substantially around yeah. that. Not, I mean, they do yeah. Clemson branded things, right? So yeah. it's, it's really neat. I, I, I'd love to talk to you a little more about that because I think there's a huge opportunity. I mean, if, let's think about how many photographers there for like, here's Scott's drinking a Coca-Cola right now. How many photographers or people in marketing does Coca-Cola have? Enough to create your own Coca-Cola skin. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. And 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 price oh, yeah. ne- price wouldn't be the issue. It's about creating something that no one's ever seen. And when they go in to yeah. do a shoot, they're like, man. I mean, in Coca-Cola brands. So that's, that's right. cool. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, sure. And, and moving rock. moving in the future, you're you're a young guy. You seem like you got you know a, a lot of great ideas. You know, where do you see the future for for you? Do you want to jump into some other brands? I, I know that might be a, a, a too soon question, but I do want to see what are you envision in the future? Because one thing that I've noticed with with interviewing a lot of entrepreneurs, specifically young ones, they dream big, um, they're goal oriented, and 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 I don't want to ever say that they're ever satisfied, but it's always about what else can I do? And so I would love to kind of hear. What do you envision for your future and, and, and what do you dream about? Yeah, um, it's, that's funny. I mean, I had this conversation with my roommate probably last week. Um, so I actually just turned 26 Monday. Um, Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Cr- Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's just like, I didn't even think I was going to get this far. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made it. 26. Some of, some of the... Some of the antics I got up to in college, didn't even know I was going to make it this far. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was talking with him and I was like, like, what's like, what's up? Like, what's on the agenda for us? And both of us kind of came to the conclusion that, like, we're trying to re- to minimize the amount of regrets that we have before we turn 30. So when we turn 30, I kind of want to look back on my life and just be like, you know, you, you just did it all. You tried to do it all, you know, and, and like, this is not fun, but I'm working seven days a week for cam skins. You know, it's like, we're in the full grind mode mentality. Um, and I'm just trying to make sure that like 30 year old Colin is just really happy with what 26 year old Colin was doing. So that's kind of that's where awesome. my head's at with the next, next four years. That's great perspective. It is. Yeah. And you're, and you're young. I mean, I'm 36, so I'm 10 years older than you. And for you to have that mindset that when you're 30, you're, I'd like to be 30. Scott, would you like to be 30? I'd love to be 30. Right. 30s were great, man. 30s were great, yeah. I've, I've moved on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you're like, you're, it's well, funny. It, we have yeah. a, we have a lot in common just in our short conversation here, but uh, in college, same thing. I was like, man, I'll, they're, they're, I doubt I'll make it to 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was with my roommate at the time. We were in Washington, D.C. We were having a good time or whatever. And we were having that conversation. And uh, here I am at 44, man. We're still trucking. So uh, uh, keep, keep on getting it, man. But I, I'll tell you this, just, just from living, it happens fast. And I know you've heard that a thousand times, but it's very true. <laughs> the more years yeah, you pack yeah. on, it becomes like less... 
I don't know. There's some theory there that makes a lot of sense, and I don't want to butcher it, but it's very true, and it is real. Yeah. And every year it yeah. just gets faster and faster. And you wake up, and yeah. you're like, oh, man, I'm almost 50. But in my, uh, yeah. in my mind, I, I still feel like I'm young, but obviously I look different and <laughs> feel different, <laughs> you know? And maybe just a little yeah. more wiser because I've just lived more years. You know, we go through different things. But that's great perspective, man. Thanks for sharing that. That is. I think my only yeah, goal at 26 was to try to get married by 30. Maybe I needed to be more driven. <laughs> no. I was, you know I was down mar- in Being married in cost. <laughs> yeah. Now I go back. I'm like, I should have started a company at 26. No. Um, well, it's awesome, man. It, you know, in kind of closing up here, what are the best way for, you know, if people are interested in, in purchasing these, if people have ideas from a collaboration standpoint, what's the best way to reach you? What's the best way to get in touch with uh, with your team? Yeah, sure. Um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always jump onto LinkedIn. Um, I reply to every message on there. And then if you want to go for a purchase, it's just camskins.com. And uh, yeah anyway and then we also have a contact form on there if you want to you want to shoot into that and put any message in there i'll also be reading those too so that's awesome i have one last question um Mm -hmm. you you have some very amazing brands on here from sony canon and nikon or nikon and i know that you are focused on the professional have you thought about jumping into like uh the gopro or maybe like the not professional but like we act like we're professionals. <laughs> I got a drone, bro. Let's start a real <laughs> yeah. estate commercial company or, or uh, yeah. cam- camera company. God, you guys are right in front of me. Uh, GoPros launch in two weeks. Drones launch in three weeks. Ah, there you go. Look Boom. That. Yeah. Look at that. Didn't, Boom. Even, didn't even know. But Well, there you go, everyone. We're, we're, we're yeah. You got to go, pro. Here. You don't have to be a pro to have cam skins. That's awesome. Now I'm in the game. Yeah. I'm back. That's All right. funny. You guys, you guys are on it. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, Colin, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you coming on. You know, you caught my attention on LinkedIn just but from the content that you produce, the interactions that you have with everyone. I sent you a message, and I think you replied in 13 seconds. It was absolutely amazing. I was like, damn, whoa, all right. Um, so you're not lying. You do work all the time, and I think it's great. Yeah. I think when you look back on the next four years and where cam skins can go. I'm excited to follow that journey. I think everyone else is. If you are listening to this episode of the podcast, please check out Colin, go follow him on LinkedIn. Uh, You won't regret it. Go check out cam skins, follow him on Instagram. They have beautiful pictures. If you're wanting to to know what this looks like. And if you have a professional camera or if you are a a photographer and you're looking to spice that up and you want to show your creativity, this is an awesome way to do that and really protect your camera, but also make it stand out. So, you know, Colin, on behalf of everybody, here you know with the brand builders podcast and the dunston group we appreciate you uh you joining us on this episode yeah thank you guys i really appreciate it for having me and uh it's been awesome talking with you guys absolutely thank you colin we wish you tons of success man absolutely and and i think this kid wants i don't even know if he has a camera but he might buy a camo skin just because There he is, first customer right there. All right, until we launch, he's the guy. That's right. Love it. Until next time, you have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast.